Welcome to Going Deeper. It is so good to have you here, Jeff. Welcome. Thank you for bringing the message this morning. We were were listening about Jesus' first miracle and it was all about wine. What a great place to start. How did you feel about it? Um, It was was big. Um, It was was one of those things I was just saying to Kev before. Um, Preparing a message like that is wonderful because you're coming face to face with Jesus. Like you are actually... Um, reading what other people are saying and and spending time in that piece of scripture and and looking behind it and uh, and that's a wonderful thing mm. to do in in some ways like I wish everybody could have prepared the message <laughs> yeah so I mean? you can engage in your so own the, fellowship that's in the right. process so you can actually engage you know quite deeply because what what I found with that um, you just come away from looking at the depth of that particular sign and the way that John has written about it, thinking, mm. oh, wow, Jesus. Yes. You know? And it actually takes time, right? It actually takes time and being deliberate and looking at other sources and pressing in and praying mm-hmm. to see what Jesus is doing in that moment. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's just about the wine, mm-hmm. like a lot of, a lot mm. of it. I love that there was themes of unity there. Yeah. There was themes of topping up. I loved yes. those words. There was actually quite a few little elements that yeah. I need to think back on. Mm. But that moment of unity. So as a as a group, we prayed on Thursday night for the church that there would be a sense of unity in the church. So to hear about that in today's message was actually like yeah. my heart was exploding with joy there. And I'm sure, Meredith, you are <laughs> also really excited about that. Can you speak about that goal of unity that Jesus yeah. that Jesus has? So it, it comes from the personhood of God. So yes. God is three in one. Mm-hmm. Father, Son and Spirit exists as perfect and eternal unity. Mm-hmm. Diverse, reciprocal, self-emptying, mm-hmm. self-loving um, self, in, insofar it's a, a one-anotherness. And so God creates in his own image. And so all of creation bears that mark of eternal mm-hmm. unity and mutual self-emptying and of diversity. That's who God is. We have been made in, in his image. Um, and our existence is fractured when we don't honour that unity, when mm, we don't yes. honour the, the, the self-emptying and the reciprocity of that that's necessary for unity. Mm-hmm. So I think it's it's lovely that we see in Scripture, you know, this analogy of marriage, of joining yes, together, yeah. of, of unity. Um, of course Jesus is going to use a wedding yeah. <laughs> like as, as his first sign. Yes. Yeah. So it, it is how we image God in unity. Mm-hmm. We cannot image mm-hmm. God in separateness. That's not God then that we're mm-hmm. imaging. It's actually, We're actually imaging disintegration and brokenness mm-hmm. at that point. It's only in unity. It is only in that mutual self-emptying that unity is possible and mm-hmm. it's in that way that we, that we image the triune relationship itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I echo back to you what I'm hearing, there is this unity in the Trinity. Yes. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Yep. And with Jesus' work of coming to the earth... And dying on the cross and being resurrected, we actually follow him into that unity, into that oneness. And that is the purpose. That is his motive. Yep. That's awesome. From the father's house. Yes. Coming down to the bride's house, gather the bride. 
Yeah. How good is that? We enter into this marriage, Jesus being the bridegroom and the church being the bride. I just had this thought as you were speaking about that, that the people that we come across now that say that they are a Christ follower without identifying with the church. I I find that this is a real challenge to that belief. Did you come across that in your readings this Um, week? Yeah, look, not. It, it comes back to that whole idea, and it's what um, Rick Broom was saying in his little when he th- recorded his thoughts mm. as well. Recognizing um, that church is the people, church mm-hmm. is 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 the the body. Mm. Um, so even if you're not attending, mm-hmm. you know, some establishment, um, like it or not, you're you're part of part of the yeah. church. Yeah. Uh, but we we need to express unity mm-hmm. so you are a member of the church regardless of whether you're attending mm-hmm. a gathering but it matters that we image god yes. in our choices and in our actions and so we gather mm-hmm. otherwise we're um we're we're not doing the imaging mm-hmm. job we you know we, we we're calling ourselves a christian but without imaging gone that's right i just i have an image of a heap of canoes going down a river and the the movement of the waves because there's turbulence like our our environment is a turbulent one especially at the moment so a heap of canoes going down a river they're all going to just kind of bounce around but if all if all of those people were on the one boat one big boat (laughs) you're all going together and the turbulence is a lot less because you're unified so the like gathering is if we look at this um, story about Jesus in the light of gathering, did that speak to you this week around unity? Was is it a word that Jesus has given you around unity for you and your family in the church and how you can practice that right now while we're in this online kind of world? It comes back to that pouring out piece. Mm-hmm. So when when we understand that that the internal dynamism of God, the way that the relationship... Dynamism. Dynamism. All so right, the, break the it up action me, of God. So the way God relates within himself. Okay. So, so the word is kenotic. Okay. Right? <laughs> so it, and, and it is self-emptying. So Jesus yeah. emptied himself. Mm-hmm. Right? So we see that that self-emptying mm-hmm. is normal within the Trinity. Mm-hmm. It's how the Father loves the Son and the Son loves the Spirit and the Spirit loves the Father. So, yes. so self-emptying is how the unity coheres. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, it should be the same for us. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I actually don't, I don't need to be concerned about my wants and needs because I've got a whole body concerned about that for me. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make so, sense. So Pete's sitting just over here, right? Yeah, so if Pete. we imagine that we've got Candace and myself and, and Pete, if the three of us are functioning in this self-emptying, canonic manner, I don't need to be concerned about my needs because in, in the full assurance of this relationship, Candace and Pete are pouring themselves out for me. Pete doesn't need to worry about his needs because Candace and I pour ourselves out <laughs> Oh, thanks for pouring yourself out for me. <laughs> thanks, Kevin. Okay. Um, it's made my <laughs> day better. Here's your coffee. <laughs> so, so can you understand when when that relationship functions in accordance with the pattern of God mm. in, in terms of His created order? I don't need to be concerned about my needs because I'm over. 
my primary focus is on the love that pours out to, mm-hmm. my, to my brothers and sisters and, and my family and I can do that in utter confidence that my needs are met because their focus and attention is on me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's, that's, a, that's a reality in the age to come. Mm-hmm. But how, how do we point to that now? How do we choose to live our lives now in a manner that prefigures mm-hmm. that reality? Mm-hmm. We live lives now that pour ourselves out for one another, one mm. another in a manner that images God. Mm. So if I was to like sum that up again, so make sure I'm, I'm hearing correctly, the way that we participate yep. as a gathered people is actually in the way that we pour ourselves out for other people. So we can do that whether we're in the building or not. Totally. With yep. our neighbours, with the people in our community, when, when we head to the coffee shop, we actually, the way that yep. we treat people, our gentleness and respect for people, that yep. is the way that we pour out and love people. The way and that we pray. Yeah. It's this whole idea of my yep. heart goes out. Yeah. You know, so just praying for, for mm-hmm. one another is a profound self-emptying. Mm-hmm. Um, but in but it's – I like that you use the word participation. That's mm. what we're doing. We're participating. Yeah. yeah. And it is my prayer as I go to – and now we're, we're jumping into that mission space. As I go to the Boy in the Rose, which is the place that I love to get my coffee from, you guys are awesome – I, I am there with my go face on, like yep. ready to just receive people in my demeanour. Yep. And so that is what I see as part of my participation in mm-hmm. the gathering because I am a gathered person, but I am actually active in my, yep. in my environment, in my community. So, yeah, thank you for that thought. And, and I think that's, that's great. It's a, this recognition that I have joy on tap. Mm. Right, because the joy is within me. Christ will place his joy within mm-hmm. me and my joy will be made complete. It is joy on tap and it it's not functioning unless I'm opening up the tap and, and able to, to pour that yeah. out and to serve others. Mm-hmm. Not in a strange way, not in a forced way, not in a coerced way, but I just know that it's on tap. Mm-hmm. That joy is on tap. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be that whoever I might be with might be a recipient of that of that joy. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and the more, and we've spoken before about this idea of being buckets and pipes, the more that I function as a pipe, <laughs> right, that the joy flows through yeah. me, um, then, the, then the more that we're imaging God in that way. Yeah, that's fantastic. And in that, just in that question of mission, when you were, when you were reading from the Word today, I, um, I just reflected on the fact that it was just wine. <laughs> Just wine, just jars. But in in John 14, it says, Very truly I tell you, whoever believes in me will do works that will do the works that I've been doing yep. and they will do even greater things mm. than these because I am going to the Father. So in our fellowship, yep. in our gathering, in our mission, Jesus is actually saying that we're going to do even greater things. How, yep. like, that's expectancy. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, I know that he is a redeemer. Mm. He's causing all things to work. Mm-hmm. For, for his purposes and toward his ends, towards that ultimate unity, and so I've I've got complete confidence that that that's where we're going, mm-hmm. and that any time I'm I'm desiring to participate and contribute, that he's taking whatever that con- contribution is and turning it into wine. Mm-hmm. 
he's turning mm-hmm. it into joy and into, cele- into celebration, mm-hmm. making glad the human heart. It's all moving in the yeah, direction yeah. of unity. I may or I may not see some kind of profound manifestation of that, but I've got mm-hmm. confidence mm-hmm. that any contribution that we're making, mm-hmm. um, even the really clumsy ones, maybe especially mm-hmm. the clumsy ones, right, the dirty like it's yeah, the grubby, yeah. insufficient stuff. He is causing all things to work together for his purposes. Rock solid Dundell. We're yeah. moving in that direction. So you're referring to there the jar that was used for ceremonial washing <laughs> that already was dirty. Like people are washing their hands with this water. And this yep. is the jar that Jesus asked the slaves or yep. the servants to top up. Yep. I loved that part of your message. Mm-hmm. Can you unwrap that a little further? Yeah, so it, it, it's, well, there's a lot. A lot to that. Worth worth really jumping in and, and reading mm. some stuff on, on mm-hmm. this. But I love the notion that I'm one of those dirty, heavy jars. Mm-hmm. And I've accumulated my own grot. I've, I've worked hard to try to clean myself, to make myself better. Mm. You know, that's almost like the ritual piece. Um, and that even, even in this life, even in this Christian walk, I, I desire just to have a little bit of this Jesus Mm-hmm. that enters in um, and that's all that it takes but it's only when when I when I pour out when I serve that I recognize that ha huh, I'm transformed mm-hmm. you know um, and that's a that's a blessing to others but I'm one I'm one of those jars mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. I'm otherwise trapped in you know a heavy ineffective system conscious of my own, dirt yeah Yeah. and and jesus transforms the dirt Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. the awesome bit it's like he he makes good things out of the rubbish Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's not up to me to get rid of the rubbish Mm -hmm. he uses that rubbish Mm. um it's like oh man encouraging the more rubbish i've got (laughs) the more he can make out of it we have this toy at home that has it's a donkey Yep. And the donkey has no eye. He has a broken leg yep. and a real, a, like a, sh- a, a nub of a tail. <laughs> yep. This donkey is so ugly. And I had someone um, just like in our home, like before COVID and everything, and they saw this donkey and my, my son David loves it. He saw, they saw this donkey and like, why do you have this donkey? And I'm like, why do we need to get rid of things that aren't perfect? <laughs> All of like everything else is really immaculate in my beautiful house. When I had my, um, when we were inviting guests in there, I had it all clean and everything, but yeah. there was this donkey and that was out of place. Jesus does not see you yeah, yeah. as out of place. Yeah. He actually loves yeah. that you are a wonky donkey. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's so good. How good. encouraging is that? Mm. Awesome. Is there any other thoughts you want to bring today? Oh, look, none, none top of mind. Um, other than to say it is a beautiful picture mm-hmm. of what Christ is doing and what Christ is intending to do, but it really does require that we spend some time. Um, read a few different translations. Mm-hmm. Read some commentaries. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think we're going to see this as we move through John, nothing is going to be as it seems. Awesome. Right? <laughs> um, we're, we, we need to do some work and the work is going to be good mm-hmm. for us. I came away from this exercise just even more blown away mm-hmm. by, by Jesus. Like, oh my goodness, you are good. Mm-hmm. Um, no wonder, you know, John 
it took John 50 years to write about it mm-hmm. for him to get his head around it before he could <laughs> That's <again>. great. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So as I loved that you did mention that this was the beginning of his ministry mm-hmm. and that you even pointed to the end as well when you looked at Revelation. If we were to, I know that we'll have a Bible plan out this week, but what were those Revelation scriptures again so that we can kind of look at those, that John 2 but also in reflection Revela- of the Revelation end? 21. So 21. I think the, the wedding imagery I think starts in 19. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 19, 21, 22. So the spirit and the bride say come. Yep. It's reflecting about that. Yep. Okay, awesome. So thank you, Pleasure. Jeff, for sharing with us today. I want to encourage you in your fellowship. I want to encourage you in your participation of gathering. Yes, we are doing that at the moment. It's not about location. It's actually about the way that you are loving other people in your community. And then I also want to encourage you in your going. When you're in your go place, that place that you you know that Jesus has placed you there for a reason. I just want you to pray. I just want you to center yourself and just ask Jesus to be with you there. And um, bless you. Have an excellent week. Thank you. So, yeah.